Welcome to Ikoyi Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast services. Listen and be blessed. Zechariah chapter 3. Zechariah chapter 3. From verse 1. Then he showed me Joshua the high priest. Standing before the angel of the Lord. And Satan. Standing at his right side to accuse him. The Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is not this a man burning stick snatched from the fire? Now Joshua was dressed in filthy clothes as he stood before the angel. The angel said to those who were standing before him, take off his filthy clothes. Then he said to Joshua, see, I have taken away your sin and I will put rich garments on you. Then I said, put a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head and clothed him while the angel of the Lord stood by. Verse 6. The angel of the Lord gave this child to Joshua. This is what the Lord Almighty says. If you will walk in my ways, And keep my requirements. Then you will govern my house. And have charge of my court. And I will give you a place. Among these standing here. For the sake of our time. Let me just stop at this point. Seven miracles. Of God's sovereign mercies. And I trust God that this morning. He will do the seven in my life. It will not be one over seven. It will be seven over seven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Actually, I need to inform you ahead of time that God set you up in this service to do something in your life. My only prayer is that you'll be open to receive from him in Jesus' name. As we sat sat before the Lord in prayers and study of the word of God in the course of this past week in retreats as pastors, I have this strong impression that the Lord wants to show some of us his mercy today, this week, and especially this month. And may you be one of such in Jesus' name. God said in Exodus 33, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are the one that God will show mercy this morning, let me hear your amen. You are the one that God will show mercy this week. This month, shout a better amen. The Bible says in the book of Romans, 
chapter 9, 14 to 16, that is not of him that will it, nor of him that run it, but of God who showeth mercy. So it's not necessarily by effort or struggle that God will help us. Effort is good, hard work is good, but the mercies of God is very, very important. Hallelujah. What God will do in your life today, this week, and this month will not be because you fasted or you prayed. It will not be because of your connection or whatever. It will be because of God's mercy. Hallelujah. 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 When we talk about God's sovereign mercy, God is the sovereign ruler of the world. He's an emperor. He doesn't consult anybody to do what he wants to do. If God chooses to bless you this morning, who can query him? Who can question him? The Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 4, that the word of God is supreme. Who can say to him, what doest thou? It's unquestionable. Unstoppable. Hallelujah. Is the almighty God. And this morning, he has decided to show you mercy. Nothing can stop him. No Satan can stop him. Hallelujah. 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 Can you tell your neighbor, God will show me mercy today. God will show me mercy this week. This month of March, God will show me mercy. Hallelujah. God will show me mercy. He will show us mercy. Where are we talking about mercy? Look at the pipe passage before us. I see a man who didn't pray. He did not fast. Yet he had serious issue in his life. And God, without even talking to him, dealt with the problem. Joshua, the high priest, praise the Lord. Or did you see him pray in that chapter 3 that we read? Or chapter 2? Or chapter 1? He did not pray. Sometimes we think that it is by my prayer. It is by my fasting. It is by my connection that God will help me, God will bless me. No. There's what we also call in our own context prerogative of what? Of mercy. Where did they learn that from? From God. So today is a day of God's sovereign mercy. This week, this month. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The first miracle that comes from the word of God that is before us. From God's sovereign mercy is deliverance from spiritual blindness. Then he showed me. 
This is Zechariah that God was not giving a revelation about another man, another prophet, another priest. Then he showed me, and it's my prayer that the Lord will impart to you this morning, the spirit of revelation. No more spiritual blindness. In the name of Jesus Christ, that before it happens, God will show you. God will reveal it to you. Revelation is important. It's very key. When you operate in revelation, you operate in divine light. You're not operating darkness. Your children are far away in Europe. God will be showing to you situation about them in Nigeria. And you call and say, on Wednesday, don't go to so-so-and-so place. Don't go to so-and-so place. This is what will happen. Why? Because God has shown you. When we have time, we're talking about revelation. Hallelujah. The second miracle is deliverance from satanic accusation. Satanic what? Accusation. And I'm sure all of us know what accusation is all about. That same verse 1. Then he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before who? The angel of the Lord. And Satan standing at his right side to do what? To accuse him. And some of us may be facing this kind of challenge now. Satanic accusation. At the physical level, on your job, in the office, somebody is accusing you for what you have not done. Maybe some are even in court. But today, it's a day of justification. It's a day of vindication. Whether in the realm of the spirit or in the realm of the physical. Sometime, some years ago, I started having these repeated dreams. Not once, not twice, not thrice. I would see people in their thousands running after me and say, you spoilt our work. You destroy our work. We will not allow you to rest. Initially, I thought it was something to play with. Accusation. Of what I didn't do, but I know that what I'm involved in destroyed the works of the devil. So I had to meet my spiritual fathers and said, this is what I'm seeing. It's not a delight. Please put an end to it. And that stopped. Sometimes the accusation even comes from the realm of the spirit. Like in this case, Joshua did not even know. Do you know that Joshua didn't know what was going on? This was a transaction completely without his knowledge. He was doing ministry, but he didn't know that Satan was where? Right side. Accusing him before heaven. Today, whether it is demonic, whether it is human, wherever the accusation is coming from against your life, today marks the final day. In the name of Jesus, every voice of accusation, the Lord silence it on your behalf. I didn't hear your amen. 
So in the course of that experience, God gave me the book, a passage, Romans chapter 8, verse 33. And that's one of the ways we secured victory over that battle. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God who justifies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who shall lay a charge against you? The Bible says it is who that justifies God. That justifies And God is here to justify us from every satanic accusation in Jesus' name. Deliverance from satanic resistance. Satan was standing at his right hand to do what? To resist him. To resist this man of God from carrying out his activity. To obstruct him. To confront him. To stop him. And there are some of us here that the enemy have stopped. No more progress. But today, like the Lord spoke to us during the night vigil, every embargo, the Lord will remove them. In the name of Jesus. Deliverance from satanic opposition. Satan stood there to oppose him. To hinder his progress. To fight against him. May God in heaven overrule the enemy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God will overrule the enemy for your sake this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number five miracle that God is offering us is deliverance from every field garment. The major reason why the enemy had access in road to resist this man of God was the issue of filthy garment. Verse 3. Can we read verse 3 and 4 together? Now, Joshua was dressed in filthy clothes as he stood before the angel. The angel said to those who are standing before him, take off his filthy clothes. God hates sin. He will never tolerate sin in the life of whoever, even a pastor, And whenever there is sin, it brings resistance. It opens the door for the enemy's accusation. You cannot make commensurate progress. So even though the angel was standing before Joshua to help his ministry, he couldn't do much because of filthy clothes. How are you today? How is your regalia? How is your clothes of righteousness that was given to you the day you gave your life to Christ? Is it stained? Is it still clean, intact? Is it pure? This morning, 
there is help available. For as many of us that our clothes are stained, that are dressed in filthy garments. Look at what the Bible says in verse 4. The angel said to those who were standing before him, do what? Take off his filthy clothes. So this morning, he will take off my filthy clothes. He will take off your filthy clothes. But let it not be by the time they want to take it off. Say, leave me. Leave me. I'm okay. When you want to remove your faded clothes, what are you supposed to do? So that they come take it off. But if you say no, you want to continue with the faded clothes, no problem. But mercy is available in the house this morning. Hallelujah. The sixth miracle is the miracle of deliverance from Satan the accuser. Satan is wicked. Satan, I used to say the devil is a bad devil. For, for want of words, if the devil has an opportunity to wreak havoc in your life, it doesn't take him a split second. Look at what he did to Job. Few minutes, girls said, go ahead. He wrecked Job within one day, everything to grand zero. Look at Satan. The Bible says he was standing by the right side of this man of God. Every attempt to move, you say, no way. You are not going anywhere. You cannot move. And he took divine intervention. I want you to see from the word of God this morning, our God undo Satan. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Look at verse 2, or maybe you should read from verse 1 for a flow. Then he showed me Joshua, the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right side to accuse him. As I look at this passage, I also discovered that sometimes the Satan you are dealing with are to do with people that are on your right side. People that are close to you sometimes can become what? Satan. So I remember Jesus talking to one of them. Who was on his right side? Who was a Satan? And what did he say to him? Get the the enemy, Satan. So I pray this morning for you that if there are people around you that the enemy at hire to work for him, may God, by his sovereign mercy, rebuke them for your sake. In this service, in Jesus' name. So we see in verse 2, the Lord now undoed Satan for the sake of his servant. What did the Lord say to Satan? The Lord said to Satan, you know we have been reading, you read about the angel, isn't it? 
You read about um, Zechariah who had the vision. You read about Joshua. All this why we didn't hear the voice of God. But God was around. Seeing all that was happening. Suddenly we just hear the voice of the Lord. The Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you. I wonder why the Bible has to say, the Lord said to Satan, the Lord. He didn't say the angel rebuke you. He said what? The Lord. They said prisoner get master. Not be so. Eh? Prisoner no get master. Prisoner get master. Satan knows to respect. So I don't know where the enemy has been troubling you. Throughout last year, he followed you everywhere. He will not allow you to move forward. No progress. Stand still. You move this way, resistance. Go this way, opposition. Go that way, accusation. This morning, the Lord said to Satan concerning you, the Lord Rebuke you, Satan. In the name of Jesus. Deliverance from Satan, the accuser. The Lord rebuke Satan over your life, over your career. Deliverance from shame. You know, God did not allow Joshua. Please, it's not Zechariah. God did not allow Joshua to be put to shame. One thing I've known about God is that God does not like to ridicule. God does not like to expose you to what? To shame. Even when you sin, God gives you opportunity to do what? To repent. God will not come to church on Sunday morning and say, this week, let me read out the names of those who sin against me. Number one on the list, he committed abortion and he will not call the person's name and say, come and stand before everybody. Have you ever seen that happen? Whenever people's sins comes to the light, exposed, it is because they have persistently, over a period of time, failed to do what? To show remorse and repent. God does not take the light in exposing any man to public ridicule. And this morning is here to show mercy. Hallelujah. Today is a day of mercy. Tomorrow may be a day of judgment. I don't know what you will do tomorrow, but I know that for today. And I also want to believe for this week, this month, since the word is coming on a miracle and communion service like this, God is set to show you mercy. Show me mercy in Jesus' name.
Joshua did not even contribute anything to his deliverance in our passage. He did not even pray. Even if he does, it is not recorded. We can only assume from Scripture. God did everything for him. May God do for you and me great and mighty things that you have not even prayed for. Or imagine this month in Jesus' name. Surprises, positive surprises ahead of you. In the name of Jesus. Shall we bow heads to pray? We hope you were blessed. Ikoi Baptist Church is a Bible-believing church located at 5-7 Latif Jackanay Road in Ikoi of Lagos State, Nigeria. You can find us on Facebook at Ikoi Baptist Church or reach the church directly via phone at 0163-20485 and 0163-20486. For more information, please visit the church website at www.ikoibaptistchurch.org.com.